0: The sermon series. It's quite a lot of messes. Nearly nearly came out wrong. Uh, But um, for those of you that were here last week, you will know that Katie um, started uh, the series um, looking at Matthew 6 and at the first part of Matthew 6, where Jesus talks to us about how we should pray and why we should pray. Uh, Today we're going to move on to a section a little bit after that. Um, But as a starting point. Um, one of the things that I've reflected on when I was looking at preparing for today was that much of Matthew 6 talks about how we use our time and how we can use our time productively, particularly in our faith stories. So, as a bit of a challenge, before we go into our talk fully, I'd like you to think in your tables, so more opportunity to chat. You're getting lots of chances to do that. You're doing very well at it so far, so keep it up. Um, why don't you just spend a minute writing a list, maybe on the back of one of your drawings that you made by folding up your pages, um, make a list of all of the different things that you have done as a group this morning. So not necessarily all of the things you've done together, like literally anything that you have done individually this morning that may have taken up some of your time. I'm going to give you about a minute to do that, Okay. Okay, so I am guessing that some of the things that I've been up to might have been some of the things that you're up to. So I'll start by putting a few of the things that I've been up to this morning. So I had some breakfast. Uh, I took the dog for a walk. Uh, I got dressed. You'll be pleased here. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, what? No, no, that no, was before. I'm not going through in the order that I did things, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not that logical, to be fair. I am logical enough to know that I need to get dressed before I take Wilbur out for a walk, though. Um, <laughs> uh, I may have watched a bit of TV, to be fair. Uh, any other things that other people have done that aren't on the list so far? You had lots of chats, so I know that you've got a brush in your teeth. Well done. Very good. Uh, I'm going to put pets, because otherwise, we could end up with quite a lot of. uh, uh, Shower. Yes, nice. Oh, yeah, very good. Nice. Very good. That's a bit niche. Um, (laughs) All right, pigeon, that'll do. (laughs) Anything else that we've not yet got? Washing, Washing, yeah, good. Okay, we'll put that one here. Yeah. Um, I might go like gardening, maybe. Let's do that for that one. Did I mishear that? Opening the greenhouse—is that? Yeah, yeah. That's what I. Sorry, that's what I was responding to. I, th- maybe somebody heard me. Okay, um, slightly more generic. Uh, so, possibly people have started to think about lunch. What was that one? Pray for revival. Praying for revival. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I mean, very good. Clap that person. Well done. <laughs> I mean, that is definitely one thing you could add into your morning routine. Well done. Well done. Okay. As you, hopefully, you start to get the idea that our lives are quite busy. And that's only really looking at the first couple of hours of our day. So, as I've said, over, the last, over this month, we are looking at Matthew chapter 6, which has a lot to say about how we spend our time. Last week, we were looking at prayer. Today, we're moving on to looking at fasting. Slightly, uh, yeah, slightly unusual, potentially, for an all-age service. Um, but this is what we're looking at. So Matthew 6, verse 16 to 18. In the NIV version, it says this. It should be on the screen. Brilliant. Thanks, king. Uh, when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Now, again, as I was preparing, I read uh, this in a couple of versions. Um, And for me, the message I found really helpful. So I'd like to read that to you now. It says, when you practice some appetite denying discipline to better concentrate on God, don't make a production out of it. It might turn you into a small time celebrity, but it won't make you a saint. If you go into training inwardly, act normal outwardly, shampoo and comb your hair, brush your teeth, wash your face. God doesn't require attention getting devices. He won't overlook what you are doing. He'll reward you well. So, in those three short verses, we find out quite a lot about fasting. Firstly then, let's think about what fasting is. So, Jesus did it in the 40 days that he spent in the desert before his ministry launched. The disciples did it. It was something that Jesus told them they should do. And there was an expectation that we do it as well. If we're looking at our passage, it doesn't start with if you might sometimes think about fasting. It says when you fast rather than if you fast. So there's a bit of a backstory. But what actually is fasting? Well, when we look in the Bible, fasting is usually around giving up food. It doesn't have to be food. It can be in our, uh, in our current setting. Um, it could be giving up something, anything. When I say that, you might think about something like a sponsored silence uh, or giving something up to gain some sort of reward. But it's a little bit more than that. I don't know whether you've given something up before, but it's very easy to stop doing one thing and to replace it with something else very easily. So maybe you give up watching TV, and you start playing computer games instead. Maybe you give up an hour of your morning to go for a run on the downs, and then eat twice as much cake at lunchtime, if we're thinking about exercise. It's really easy to give something up, and very easy then to replace it with something that doesn't really make much of a difference. The point of fasting, however, is that we give something up intentionally to free up some of our time, our energy, our headspace, so that we can refocus some of our time, our energy, our headspace on God. That's not to say that we take stuff out of our our lives and then don't do anything. We probably need to do something help us to focus on God, but rather than giving up TV and going to play computer games, maybe we give up TV for 10 minutes a day, and we spend that 10 minutes praying, or we spend that 10 minutes reading the Bible, or we spend that 10 minutes chatting to somebody who we know helps us to understand God more, or helps us to understand more about who we are in God. It also can be used as a way of us showing to God just how important something is on our hearts. For example, when we were praying earlier about conflict, if that really gets you, then what better way of saying to God, this is so important, and I really, really want you to come and do something about this than giving up something in our diaries that's not so important? I mean, how important is TV in reality, particularly given that we can always catch up with it later? Could we possibly not watch one program a day and spend that time praying instead? Could we possibly not play a computer game for 15 minutes and spend some time listening to worship music? As you can see, it's very easy to fill our lives with stuff. But if we take one of those bits out, it doesn't matter what it is, and we put it to one side, We leave some space. And in that space, we can then come up with something much more intentional and much more deliberate that doesn't help us to focus on ourselves, but instead it helps us to focus on God. And as I say, it's easier to do that if we replace whatever it was there with something deliberate and intentional. So maybe, as I've said, you get your Bible out at the same time every day for 10 minutes in the morning that you don't already do. Or maybe you have a worship album in your CD player. Ready? CD player? Do people still use CD players? No. <laughs> um, I'm too old. Uh, so <laughs> maybe on your iPod. iPhone? Uh, iPod's kind of in, heading in the right sort of direction. On your Sonos, that's the one, uh, you have a worship album lined up that you know you can go to and you know it helps you to connect with God. Be intentional and deliberate with how we use our time, rather than allowing time to be in control of ourselves. So, I'd like you to spend, in a moment, just a little bit of time reflecting this morning on what in your diary is not so, so, so important that you couldn't give up, at least occasionally, and replace with time focusing on God. Before we do, let me remind you then that fasting is giving something up intentionally and deliberately by choice. It's between us and God. It's not something that everybody else needs to know about, although I will come back to that later. And it certainly isn't about us proving that we are better Christians than somebody else, which I know in the past people have used. That's not, and we're told specifically in the Bible that it's a personal interaction between God and ourselves, and nothing more than that. And it's not something that we can do to make us feel better about ourselves either. We are saved because of what Jesus has done for us. We can't make God love us anymore by giving up TV. Don't hear me wrong. What we can do is we can give up TV because we recognize that we are loved by God and we want to give him the honor and the glory back. And we want to show something. Uh, We want to show some use of our time that becomes an act of worship and a commitment to our relationship with God. As I've said, we need to be intentional. Intentional. So in a minute, I'd like you to just think there should be some post-it notes on your table. If you've used them for other things, that's fine. There are others lying around. Um, Guys at the back, there should be some on the little round tables as well. Uh, There's also a few down here on the floor if you completely run out. Um, I'd like you to think about one thing that you could potentially think about putting to one side from your diary and one thing that you could add into your diary to help you to focus on God. Before we do that, and actually, I know I said it's not a a public thing, and the act of fasting itself isn't, but that doesn't mean that we can't encourage and support each other in that. So if you would find it helpful, there is opportunity with the people that you are sat with on your tables to talk through the different things that you are, A, potentially going to give up, and B, you could replace with to help you to focus on God. So, either personally write it down on your post-it note, or with chat to people on your table, still write it down on your post-it note, even if you do the chat bit. Once you've done that, uh, in a moment, in a time of worship, I'm going to encourage people to come and put their post-it notes up on the cross outline that's on the wall here. As an act of commitment, and as an act of worship, as we come towards the end of our service, that we're showing, actively showing God that we are prepared to give up something of our own time to focus on him. So just a couple of minutes, conversation with people on your tables, write down the one thing that you potentially could give up and the one thing you could replace it with, uh, and then in a moment I'll invite you to come and put your post-it note on the cross at the front. enough Post-it notes on your table, but if you are lacking, there's a whole set here um, on this table at the front, and there's some spare ones over here. If you have had opportunity to write those things down on your post-it note, we are going to, as a, as a corporate act of commitment to this, um, I'd love to encourage you to come to the cross at the front and to put your post-it note onto the cross outline so that you are effectively saying to, to God, whatever it is that I've put on my piece of paper, I see you as more important than that in my life. And I'm going to try as best as I can to find some opportunities to put that to one side and to focus on you in my day-to-day life. As we do that, Katie is going to play us some music in the background. Uh, And then once you have had your chance to put your post-it note up, come back to your table, and then when we uh, everybody's done that, we will then go into a time of worship to finish our service. So... Love to encourage you. Somebody's gonna have to go first. Finn, why don't you go first, uh, and then everybody else can follow you. You can set the set the example. Well done. Father God we thank you for the gift of time that you give us and we thank you for all of the good things that you give us um, as part of our lives but today God we recognize that nothing in our lives is more important than you help us to um, commit to carving out some time and some space in our diaries to reflect on you in our everyday and to help us to place you at the highest point of our lives Amen. We stand.